Hey everybody, welcome to the Disabled Report, official podcast of the Disabled Network. If you'd like to know a little bit more about us and our organization, visit our website at disabled.org. If you'd like to support the show for as little as a dollar a month, head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com backslash the Disabled Network. You'll get access to behind-the-scenes content, monthly updates, and a few more things you'll have to head on over there to check out. If you don't want to become a patron, but you still want to help out the show, Heading over to our website, click on the donate button. Every little bit that you can offer helps. As always, I'm joined by my best friend and co-host, Lou Rodriguez. Lou, how are you doing today? I'm feeling like gopher to your Captain Stewie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, that nautical theme because we survived the hurricane. Oh, geez. Yeah, so that's, what, that's what's on the chopping block for today. But before we actually get into the show proper, uh, Lou, we have some announcements that we want to share about the show. Um, we're changing the show format a little bit. Uh, we'll get into that in just a second. Uh, we're going to either show a meme or a TikTok video react to it. That's kind of also a sneak peek into a segment that we're going to be doing in the future called Disabledist Reacts, um, where we will actually get a slew of TikTok videos or YouTube videos, stuff like that. Or movies. Or, or movies or yeah. whatever it may be. Yeah. It may just be Lou and I. It may be Lou and I and a couple of our uh, friends. Um, but look forward to that in the future. That will definitely definitely be a more, I guess, sophisticated endeavor because yeah, it's going to be yeah. a lot more editing on your end. So those but, may but be a, a little... fun segment. It'll, it'll, it'll like be, a, like yeah. A, yeah, it doesn't have to be a full length thing. It's just, yeah, yeah, it'll be fun though. It'll be, it'll be fun. But so don't expect those out on a super regular basis, but yeah. you know, where we'll, we'll do our best. Um, so we've had a super busy schedule with work. <laughs> um, I've had a lot of legislative stuff, um, that I talked about in a previous episode, a lot of follow-ups with legislative offices that I've had to do. Lou has had a lot of other things as well, and also we've been prepping for events that we have going on for work uh, that we're going to have to go out of town for. Um, and on top of that, uh, you may or may not be able to tell, but I'm also in the process of redoing my room. Uh, so and, have... and just and you just got back from an evacuation too, well, so you should mention that that you know yeah. it's not just that your shelves are empty <laughs> because of the evac, but yeah, you're also redoing your yeah getting yeah. Uh, so that's that's a nice segue, I guess. Um, <laughs> you know, got back, had to uh, evacuate because my family and I live in a in a flood zone. Um, or flood zone A. Flood zone so A. Evac A, yeah. Evacuation uh, zone A. And so we had to get out. Um, we went and lived with my aunt and my uncle for a couple of days. There were like eight of us and seven dogs or something like that. It was chaos. Um, but I had to take my computer and a bunch of other things to make sure that if we, you know, did flood that, uh, you know, all of my stuff would kind of be safe more or less. And it was a good thing that I did take it because Lou, if we had been hit head on by that hurricane, uh, my house would have been underwater. Oh yeah, um, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've seen the devastation, um, that the hurricane has caused, uh, you know, to the, the North Port area and the surrounding areas to that. Fort Myers, Pine Island. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's um, chaos. Yeah. It's it's terrible. Uh, and especially if you are disabled and you have to utilize uh, mobility equipment or anything like that. I know like for our work, for instance, part of what we're kind of scrambling to try to do is make sure that if anybody had equipment that was damaged or destroyed because of the hurricane, 
uh, that we're trying to help people out as quick as possible. Um, if you are a mobility equipment user, uh, just so that you know, um, there are things going out like Medicare and Medicaid are no longer requiring people for for this specific instance to have like um, a letter of medical necessity and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so they're tr they're really trying to make things easier on us um, because like we said, the rest of having to deal with the hurricane is already headache enough. But if you rely on this kind of stuff as I do, um, you know, that that's just a, another dollop on that cherry of shit storm. Yeah, um, we should probably uh, put the um, links even to our like the custom mobilities website that that yeah. specific link in the maybe right now. <laughs> yeah. Editing Lou. There you go. Future yeah. Lou. Editing, put that, yeah. put, Future put that Lou. in there. Do that. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll include links to that kind of stuff just because, you know, even if it's not you that would benefit from it directly, if you know somebody, please feel free to share that link. The information is super important. Um, we do want to talk about, uh, I guess, the effects of the hurricane and of evacuation and all that kind of stuff. Um, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, so we're going to keep this on the, you know, the try to keep this on the light side, but there were some important things that I wanted to mention that I was going through, for instance, because of the hurricane. Um, so because I'm a quad amputee, there isn't really much that I can help with physically in terms of getting out all of the stuff, um, helping with the dogs, carrying things, uh, that, uh, I took pictures of everything in the house for insurance purposes in case we did flood and stuff like that. But, but other than that, in, in actually driving my vehicle with my dog, like to my uncle's house when we evacuated, there wasn't physically much that I could do to help my parents. And I felt, um, really helpless as a result of that. Um, I don't, uh, remember honestly feeling like that in, in previous hurricanes. And it might just be because I was a lot younger and I didn't think about, you know, adulting like I do yeah. now, um, for example. But uh, yeah, it, it did leave me feeling pretty, um, pretty helpless, you know, and uh, I did helpless wanna... and guilty, right? Like, yeah, de yeah. definitely a, a big, um, you know, dollop of guilt on, on there because, you know, it's not even just that I can't, I can't um, help, uh, like, evacuate and all that stuff, right? But I also need help <laughs> to back up and, and my it, things. And it doesn't help that your parents are getting older. So, you yeah. know, like, the last big one that came through, you know, that you were much younger. Your parents were much younger. So, you know, compound that with age, it's it's tough. Yeah, you know? my, uh, my cousin and her boyfriend ended up coming over and, you know, weren't intending to help my dad out. And he kept saying, no, 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 I don't need help. Because uh, my brother doesn't live here anymore, and that's who would help him in the past. And, you know, thankfully, um, you know, my mom and I took, his name is Michael, took him aside. We're like, hey, please help him hang up stuff, yeah. because my mom's back is messed up, too. Yeah, yeah. So she can't carry things, and, and you know, that there's a level of guilt that goes along with that that she felt as well um, and, and struggled. And then I also had to witness her being in pain lifting things and putting documents in, in suitcases and, and all of that kind of stuff. And then, you know, extending beyond just my situation, you know, then, then we think about like other family and other friends. Like I was texting you like pretty much constantly throughout the whole thing, just to make sure that like you were okay. And um, then also texting my other friends and my other cousins and stuff like that. 
to make sure that they were all okay. Texted my girlfriend. Um, the hurricane ended up knocking her fence down. And so I told her that I also felt guilt that I couldn't go over there to help her fix her fence. Um, well, you know, and then take that a step farther too. Like, like I think about some of our viewers and people that live that actually did get hit. Like what, how, you know, sure they may have evacuated, but the hurricane itself cut a huge swath of the entire state. So there was even like nursing homes and things like that. And in, in Orlando that were flooded yeah. that got affected. So, you know, I, I just, it just boggles my mind. If you have mobility issues, what you were, you know, or, and then you, maybe your house has, um, you know, uh, access ramps and things like that. And your whole house is now gone, mm -hmm. you know, and that took years of, of work and planning. And that's all now down the tubes. Additionally to, you know, like being able-bodied, losing everything, adding a disability to that it's just uh, it just boggles my mind how difficult that would actually be yeah and we've had you know guests on in the past to talk about you know like hurricane uh evacuation stuff yeah our preparedness but, yeah but, but i will say that going through this now um i could see how if you are disabled and you are not privileged like i am to have family and stuff like that with you and all of that kind of stuff this thing came uh, like we knew what maybe like a week out or whatever but but that week evaporated and if you're disabled and you can't you know pack up get out i apologize my dog's barking at god knows what um if you can't you know pack up and get out and all of that kind of stuff um that time catches up on you super quick and then you know what what are you going to do? Are you left holding the bag? Maybe you can't get a hold of somebody because everybody else is freaking out to pack up and, and evacuate. You know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. So, um, you know. Well, well, and the storm also was unpredictable. Like mm -hmm. they thought it was going to hit us and then it started wobbling all over the place. And, you know, so even the people that needed to evacuate, they knew basically at the last minute. You know, so they they were caught unaware as also. Yeah. So. And, uh, you know, I I don't have anything necessarily confirmed, but I also heard um, some horror stories about some people, um, you know, going to non-pet shelters and having their yeah. service dogs turn uh, away. Uh, um, technically, that's against the law. That's against the yeah. ADA. Um, but the other reality of that just to kind of try to play devil's advocate is people in that shelter, you know, could have dog allergies. And if you bring a golden retriever into that situation, like literally their life could be at risk. So I could empathize I can see both sides, yeah. right? It's yeah. like no right answer. But, yeah. you know, like for me, if I had to leave Flash, I, I would just die with him. There's no way that I'm going to be like, okay, I'm going to leave my dog to save my life. There's yeah. it, like uh that that make make me sound like an idiot but well there's no way no. i would do that so no it's you know it's you you love flash you know and that that's the thing about you know animals is that we love animals and service dogs yeah at the end of the day are mobility aids and not just mobility aids uh, they serve a bunch of different purposes but at the end of the day the handlers obviously become bonded to their um, right to their companion right. dogs um and so um the other caveat of all of this is that there's a lot of stray animals that either drown 
or are kind of like running around and who like ser- seriously who knows how many of those are actually service dogs you know right. you don't know yeah. until you are able to get them and like scan for microchips and, and all of that kind of stuff and you know on top of that these dogs are probably terrified because um you know they did also go through a hurricane but anyways i don't want to get off on too um too much of a tangent but um i mentioned having uh you know talked on the previous episode about hurricane preparedness um and that i still had i would say a pretty significant level of disconnect from the reality of um you know what the situation entailed for um evacuating and if it hadn't been for my uncle um because his house is accessible and i can get in get in it and use his restroom and shower and all that kind of stuff what would i have done you know i I would have had to also go to a a public shelter and um you know you hear horror stories about all of that kind of stuff it just and and now that's a good segue it's talking about horror stories right like now is a good time to show that tiktok video oh yeah uh so we'll go ahead and uh, play a snippet of that we'll put a link to the rest of it in the description if you would like to see it um we'll go ahead and let that roll hi everyone i'm jenny i'm a wheelchair user and i'm paralyzed from the waist down i've recently been on holiday and this is how i get onto a plane usually using an aisle chair This is what they got me onto the plane with, but unfortunately, on my flight, they didn't have an aisle chair on board. So the flight with Albastar didn't get off to a great start. As you can see, they wouldn't let me sit anywhere near the front of the plane, even though there were spare seats. Then when I asked if I could go to the toilet, they said no, that they wouldn't help. And they just proceeded to keep serving the drinks, which is great. Okay, so... There's a lot to unpack here, Lou. Yeah, I've been yeah. I've been talking a lot this whole time. So if you want to take the take the lead on this, and then I'll well, um... no, no, it's okay. I mean, like it it's not my wheelhouse. So it, it like, I mean, if I hadn't seen it for myself, I would not have believed it. The the extremes that of the video, like, like there's even a part of me that goes, how much of this was staged? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it wasn't. I mean. No, like, I well, I think that that's the that's the neurotypical able-bodied yeah like knee-jerk just, reaction, you know, like it's like this can't be real. I, I will say, in reference to things that you and I, and when we've had groups of people in chairs together, um, for instance, like when we were in Safety Harbor asking for someone for, to help us, mm-hmm. like if I wasn't there and you had described those events to me. I wouldn't have believed those either. Yeah. That that people would be just outright not wanting to help. Yep. <laughs> like like seeing people in chairs and running the other way. And what's weird is that I was actually out there uh rather recently. And when it's me by myself, it's almost like it's all and they'll come up. Yeah. There, there were a bunch of people that came up to me, but you know, like what you were saying, add one more uh, wheelchair user and then a cane user to that. And you and I like watched people <laughs> it was like parting of you know the, the yeah. red sea like everybody just like walks away um and i think that uh you know in terms of talking about airline accessibility i feel like able a- abled i apologize i said able-bodied earlier abled and neurotypical people tend to do that around the subject of airplane travel Whenever I try to have that conversation with somebody 
who you know doesn't know somebody in a chair or isn't my friend or whatever they you can see them become really uncomfortable and they kind of just like change the topic um and i guess you know the fact of the matter is in relation to this um something clearly has to be done um whenever i fly for example um i've never even except for maybe when i was little when like my parents could actually carry me and lift me to the bathroom i've never gone up to the bathroom in an airplane oh there's ever. no there's no way you'd be able no, to at no. this point no no way like the yeah it's hard for like i'm i'm pretty lean you know and i'm short i'm not very tall and it's still a struggle to get in those restrooms so i could like watching the well I, watching the video to its completion you know and seeing some of that but i i can't even imagine what that would have been like to to and then it's just you know people on airlines it, it's just weird the mental state that everybody just kind of stays in their own little box i don't want to talk to anybody i want anybody looking at me uh -huh. you know yet we're so uncomfortably close to begin with you know it, it's it's just a, a whole recipe for awkwardness yeah well and on top of that too you know uh disabled people do have the ability to board early right but shit happens and people run late and if you're disabled and you run late then you're almost like shamed because if you know like i need the aisle chair for instance so i have to transfer right. in a chair that'll fit in the aisle i'm you know aside from my hips and my stomach shoulder wise i'm a wide dude um but going through um that aisle um even after i lost all of my weight my hips um hit both of the armrests going down the yeah. aisle oh, yeah, yeah. every single time we pass a chair um these hips don't lie i, I do have cuban hips like for sure but um, still, you know, that's a, a big thing. And then also, you know, transferring is absolutely something that is not easy for disabled people um, in general at all. Um, and so, you know, when I hear people, for example, talk about, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to go on a, a trip to blah, 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 blah. Kyle, you know, have you ever been out of the country? I'm like, nope. Well, don't you ever want to go out of the country? No. Well, why not? Don't you want to experience different cultures and see? Well, yeah, it's not that I don't want to do that. Yeah, it's yeah. that if I'm on a plane for 14 hours or however long it is, I can't go to the bathroom. Um, just to make sure that on the flight to Washington, D.C., um, or even, you know, the, the flights that I had to take out to um, Colorado when I went out there for work, um, I essentially had to dehydrate myself before I got on the plane. I drank a bunch and then went pee a bunch, but did that like that an it. hour before. Yeah. And by the time that I got off that plane, also you're dealing, dealing with um, altitude changes and I have sinus issues. So my ears didn't clear for literally like two or three days. Um, but, you know, on top of all of that, getting off the plane and essentially being dehydrated and sick. Um, so th there's a lot of other things than just, oh, well, you know, so what, Kyle, you can't take your wheelchair on the plane. There's a lot more that goes into all well, of this stuff. Like watching the that. video, you know, just to reference it again, like I was surprised at how unprepared the airline itself was mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like, yeah, and, we don't and, and then, exist. 
it's it's not that they were insensitive it felt like they were almost caustic yeah like uh, it yeah. felt like yeah they're angry it feels like they're angry about it yeah, like, yeah oh they're a, b- b- put out yeah. put out yeah well again like going back to when we were taking pictures in safety harbor it felt like that too like people weren't were it wasn't just that they didn't want to help it felt like it it literally felt like they they had animus yeah towards us and, and it was crazy and herein lies the reason why I'm in therapy and I have a burden yeah. complex like we're you know we're we're made to feel this way anytime that we need an accommodation and yeah. they they were like that guy in the restroom <laughs> going back to that day yeah right oh <laughs> hey, well, my friend needs to use the go fuck yourself yeah <laughs> go suck a dick or whatever yeah well we Got freaking out at us well, lou is referencing a time that we also had another photo shoot i had to pee there was one accessible stall uh who knows what the guy was actually doing in there and lou you know he was at- on the phone yelling at somebody on the phone he wasn't even using the restroom like you could see him pacing back and mm. forth he wasn't even using the stall yeah. And uh, Lou, just happened to pick the disabled stall. Well, uh, on purpose, but yeah. um, you know, so Lou asks, he's like, "Hey, my friend is in a chair. He's got to use the bathroom. Are you gonna be longer?" And then you know, he told Lou to perform sexual acts upon himself, and then yeah. that he was gonna beat the shit out of us. Um, yeah. so, so that that was fun. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, look forward to more. We'll 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 delve into more uh, reaction videos and can, stuff. Can later, you imagine? But... That that guy, like who who would date somebody like that? You, you you know, I'm sure the like talking about abusive people, like you can't see them. You know, like someone like that, like I'm sure you first meet him and he's like, oh, "Hey, baby, how you doing?" You know, I'm I'm you know, Mister Smooth Operator, and then turns into a mo- a monster. You know, willing to beat up disabled people, beat up perfect strangers because of something wrong you're doing. Yeah. yeah right it's Bizarre. like and he i was about i was thinking he didn't see that i was in a chair but he knew that i was in a chair it was very yeah, apparent yeah, you could yeah, hear yeah. it clicking and stuff and yeah, you told yeah. him that i was in a wheelchair um yeah. i should have just like peed on the stall <laughs> like on the uh, door or, or underneath on him or whatever but anyways um i dig you you digress i digress <laughs> to uh i digress to the end of the episode um, leave, leave us a review on YouTube or Spotify, etc. If we get a good one, we'll read it at the end of the next episode. Thank you so much to our patrons whose names we'll display at the end. Remember, we're just the tip of the spear. Disability rights are human rights. We'll catch everybody in the next episode. And please, if you are inclined to become a patron, take care, everybody.